Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Sunday, December 17. My name is Dale Johnston. I serve on the Elder Board and on the prayer team here at Bridgeway. Today I'm going to talk about the power of joy. Today marks the beginning of the third week of Advent. On the Advent wreath in church this morning, we lit the candle of joy, and joy will be the focus of our devotionals all week. Joy is a powerful force. It can have a huge impact on us personally and on others around us. It seems that joy and its power comes from two places. It can be a reactionary response to an extraordinary external event, or an inner resolve regardless of the circumstances. Let's look at these two sources. In this Christmas season, what better example of the power that joy summons from an outward event than to look at the familiar story of the shepherds on the night Jesus was born. The shepherds are my favorite persons in the whole Christmas story. I identify with them. I can see myself as being one of them. They're just normal dudes a part of everyday society, and seemingly inconsequential in the grandeur of God's majestic plan. Like me, I'm sure many of you see yourselves in a like manner, being faithful to God, but we really don't see ourselves as being written into any majestic narrative. But here these guys are, going through their normal, typical routine on another ordinary night, when wham, the sky lights up, and extraterrestrial beings come out of the heavens to proclaim the birth of the Messiah. God's angel announces the most important event in human history to a bunch of smelly guys tending sheep out in a field. Can you imagine their amazement, their joy, as they run to the manger to see if it's really true, and then excitedly run through town telling everyone they encounter about their experience? The book of Luke tells us, They made widely known that which was told to them by the angel, and all who heard it marveled. The power of their overwhelming joy must have raised havoc through the village. It certainly was the main talk at the marketplace the next day. Their experience would change their relationship with God for the rest of their lives. No longer would it be just an academic discussion of religion and debating ancient writings. It was now real and personal. Their testimony to everyone around them for the rest of their lives would be, I've seen the glory of God. It's marvelous beyond words, and I can tell you it's real. It'll blow your socks off. Like some of you, I grew up in a Christian family that attended church every week. I learned all the Bible stories of ancient people doing incredible things by the power of God but I never really saw anything nearly like it take place. It was just an intellectual understanding of stuff that supposedly happened a very long time ago. And frankly, it became a bit boring. Then in my college years, I started attending a church where signs and wonders, miracles and healing were just a natural part of going to church every week. It was jaw-droppingly joyous. I saw supernatural, biblical things take place in front of my very own eyes. The old stories of the power of God I had read about in the Bible were actually real. 
It changed my relationship with God and my view of church forever. No longer was it academic. It was personal, and it was powerful. From that time on, for the next 50-plus years, I continued to spread my joy and wonder of experiencing the miraculous power of God to anyone who will listen. That is joy that comes from a reaction to a powerful experience. Then there is the other type of joy that comes from an inner resolve despite circumstances. In the Christmas story, Mary's joy is much more an inner resolve. When the angel Gabriel comes to her, he says, Rejoice! Be joyful, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. And he lays out God's plan for her to bear Jesus. And even though Mary is highly favored by God, her journey to birthing Jesus, being his mother, then seeing him crucified, is wrought with many hardships. Yet we see her praising God throughout all of the travails. Her joy comes from an inner strength given to her by God, and it too is powerful. Galatians 5.22 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, etc. When we ask Jesus into our lives, the Holy Spirit comes in, makes his home in us, and he plants this package of spiritual attributes into our spirit that includes joy. So as Christians, we have an inner force of joy dwelling in us as a natural part of who we are. In the Old Testament book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is given charge over rebuilding the wall in Jerusalem, which is a very difficult task wrought with danger. In chapter 8, he tells his people, Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's not a whoop-whoop type of joy, but an inner assurance kind of resolve that says to one's spirit, It is well with my soul, and we can do this. And the Israelites were able to complete the wall in record time and return to their homeland partly on the strength that joy summoned. My wife and I have been going through one of the hardest seasons in our 30 years of marriage as we have been caring for her debilitated, hospitalized sister and blind husband with onset of dementia. It's been exhausting with the burden of day-to-day visits, meetings, decision-making, caretaking, and trying to plan for their future care in the face of the resistance. However, God's joy in my soul, the assuredness that He is in control, shores me up moment by moment. Even in my exhausted state, I can indeed say it is well with my soul. Inner joy in the face of hardship. So the joy that God gives us, whether it's an inner assuredness or an outward exuberance, is a powerful weapon and it makes a great impact on those around us. Enjoy this upcoming week of devotionals as folks unpack the gift of joy. Blessings, my Bridgeway friends.